My name is Justin Jones. And my co-host is David Dugan. What's up, guys? And we are the Unknown Life Podcast. We talk about our entrepreneurial ventures, news about the luxurious lifestyle, corporate finance, and real estate. And uh, we are going to start today off with the Tesla Plaid release. So then, I mean, David, what do you think about it? Um... Well, that's interesting because I'm not a huge fan of electric cars, uh, yeah, just because I like I like the sound of a, you know, feet yeah, either. oh yeah, it's just some real you know exhaust mm. instead of silent. I actually uh, walked past one today. I was going to the store, and it that weird humming. I just can't get used to it. Yeah. So, but the the thing is, you know, with them going that fast, you said the uh, the zero to sixty times one point nine, right? Yeah with the right tires but like at a at the price range for a hundred and uh, you know twenty thousand dollars you can't beat that so yeah i think it's i think it's going to be popular i don't think there's going to be many of them uh just because uh you know if you're spending 120 grand on a car you could either get entry-level supercar or tesla i don't know i really don't know i guess we won't really know yeah. until you actually see them but with you know the range becoming higher and higher on a lot of electric cars and you getting more and more supercharged uh is it supercharged stations is that what they're called yeah you know because that's that used to be a big issue and they're, they're definitely coming pretty far with them but i i personally i think it's cool how you can you know there's something out there that's that quick yeah um, but i just don't see me personally i'm not a huge fan of them um, yeah, I love I love what what he's doing and what Elon's doing and everything, but mm-hmm. I think it's still gonna be really popular because I think a lot of other people are big fans of electric cars. It's um, weird. It's weird how the top speed is only two hundred, but then the zero to sixty is one point nine. So I feel like they got. Yeah. I feel like they like detuned it or made the tune to where it's tops out at two hundred, but I'm sure it can go way quicker than that. Oh, I'm sure it can go faster. Just like the uh, Bugatti, what is it? Uh, is it the Chiron or Chiron? However you yep. pronounce that. Um, the speed key. Yep. And yeah. I'm sure some. it's just a matter of time for someone. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure if someone will figure out a way how to um, unlock it somehow and get above 200 if that's even possible. But yeah. one, one of the things I, I uh, kind of see is even though it has a top speed of 200 miles an hour, how many people are going to actually use that? Will, will anyone really care? You know, the top speed's 200. Yeah, I think because, only, I feel like people only care about the zero to 60. Well, it's more of a factor yeah. because you're not really going to be able to go 200 miles an hour anywhere, like on the road. And even then, um, I believe it's what, zero to 60, 1.9 with the right tires, correct? Yeah. So what, what happens if you don't have the right tires? Is the, does the car just spin or is it, um, do they have some sort of thing on there that prevents you from going that fast? Yeah. Or is it, I, I, I guess those are just questions that we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure. I can see something that goes that quick is you're kind of getting on the, the lines of a, uh, uh, a drag car. Yeah. Like something built just to run, you know, the eighth mile or the quarter yeah. mile. Because I'm, sure mm-hmm. I'm sure the um, uh, tires 
means with right tires are like slicks. Yeah. And, and with that is like the, it's so fast. I'm sure there's a lot of people who can't handle that, you know? Yeah. I'm sure it's like when you hit on it, it just tails out so far. I don't, I don't know how traction or maybe, yeah. with that. Or maybe because it's so heavy, like because they are yeah. like 4,000 pounds. So maybe with the weight of them, all, all that battery, you are controllable. I wonder what that uh, converts to in horsepower ratings if they do that. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure. I guess we'll know more as it comes. They release more yeah. information on that. Because I think uh, they're supposed to be delivered next month, like March. So oh we'll really? See. They're coming that soon. Oh yeah, that I was surprised when I saw it. Michael, like, I didn't know. Wow, that. yeah. I mean, just look at the interior. I mean, that interior is nice. I I like how the steering wheel is designed as like one of those uh, F one like a formula cars. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I don't think you're ever gonna use it <laughs> because it's gonna be. Or, or, uh, Self driving. Yeah, self-driving. I'm yeah. sure that that does that come stock on all those cars, or is that no? You got a. It's like a five thousand dollar or ten thousand dollar option. As if you're not paying one hundred and twenty grand. Yeah, you can. That's crazy. You can add on a couple options for it. That's crazy. I mean, I still don't. I don't know if it's road legal though. I still That's don't understand. Yeah, I'm like, cause he he showed this type of steering wheel on the tesla roadster really or mm -hmm. the event for the tesla roadster and i mean we haven't heard anything for that in a while yeah so and that was supposed to be 2020 they were supposed to weren't they supposed to come out with those in 2020 yeah i mean he's and a that busy what, dude what was the zero to 60 on that i think that was like 1.9 yeah standard but then he's also supposed to do a SpaceX option on it. Like that was even faster. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I haven't heard a single word from it after they started showing the, uh, you yeah. they had that, I guess after he launched it into space. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm not sure if we'll ever see one of those this year or next year, but I think that's a little ways away. Um, especially because now he's got the Cybertruck too that he's supposed to be working on. Yeah, and I don't know when those are supposed to come out. Because um, uh, two days ago he uh, shot up two rockets of his into space, and then he announced that they're by the end of the year. I mean, he's he's always a little bit behind schedule, but he said by the end of this year that he'll send uh, four people into space for like just to see the earth and test it like normal people can go like sign up for yeah just everyday just everyday people that's crazy i wonder if it'll make them pay oh i'm sure it's going to be expensive i wonder if it's gonna yeah because i could i could see that becoming a thing you know uh just like people go on cruises people go on vacation you know someone willing to pay hey i want to go to space go to space for a week <laughs> whatever it is i don't i don't know i mean i don't know who would want to go into space to be honest 
I'm sure there's some people. There's got to yeah. be some people. There's got to be some. Honestly. I'm not going into space, though. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I want to be alive. I don't, yeah. <laughs> don't want to be stranded. Yeah. I'm not, like, I'm not moving to Mars. No. I'll die on Earth. Comes Too to much that stuff point. that can go ra- wrong. Yeah. And also, Mars is just dust. That's really all it is. They'd have to make an artificial oh, um, sort of city. I believe there's some, there's some like a dome or something on Earth. Um, and I know this is a little off, off topic, but it's it's like an artificial Earth 2.0. It's some experiment to try to figure out how difficult it would be to replicate Earth. And where is it? Cost it? Them a, it cost them a fortune. There isn't. No, I'm saying, where is it? Oh, where is it? Oh, I have no clue. Oh. I can let me. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, we can just look stuff up. Earth 2.0. Plant. Sure, it's in like China or something like that. No, I thought it was in America. Oh, in America? Uh, I mean, that would be. I might be wrong, but I swear. Okay. It's just, it's just too far for me to do that, but. I respect Elon for doing what is probably going to be needed in the future. Yeah, I'm sure everybody. I mean, uh, honestly, he works. Tried. Yeah, he works his ass off for this. This is his dream. But I don't know. And then I saw something on. Virgin Galactic, um, what's his name? Richard Branson's stock went up today, or it was like in the news as well. I mean, I think that's obviously the the future of yeah civilization is going to be reaching out towards space travel. It's just no so weird. Segment. Yeah, so weird when you think on how small we are. Like, compared to everything else, yeah, the infinite. compared to everything, really infinite. We're just on a sphere in the middle of nowhere. Small, tiny little globe compared to everything. Yeah. I'm trying to find, I can't find it. I saw can't it find before. It. I can't find it. Oh, here we go. Um, Is this it? No, that's not it. artificial because when, when you when you search like you know earth replica stuff like that obviously you get a whole bunch of nonsense that shows up um, artificial earth level oh i think i found it find it i found humans accidentally created a protective bubble around earth oh wait, this no this is high. That isn't. Biosphere two, is that what it's called? It might be. That's what it's called. Biosphere two. Biosphere, Biosphere two. two. 
Is that? Oh, I I've seen this. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw this on really like happened. TikTok or something like that. Yeah, I saw. I think I I I heard about it like the beginning of the year, and it it was one of those things where I was like, I didn't think it was real at first because I was like I, I would have heard it from somewhere else, but it shut down for some reason. Yeah. Um, they're not open anymore, but it is uh, inside by. I don't know. It's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Hundred and fifty million dollar futuristic facility. Oof. Where is it? California. Um, near the aptly named town of Oracle, Arizona. Oh, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Well, I in guess. The fall of 1991, I was sealed in an airtight three-acre mini world called Biosphere. Oh, so I get this is old. Damn. Wow, I didn't know it was that old. 1991. Took seven years. Uh, and it was just a replica to simulate everything from Earth. Wow. I don't know if you've seen any of the pictures of the inside, but it, it's, yeah, it's kind of it, amazing. So that all of that's like artificial? Mm-hmm. It or really, artificially made. It literally just looks like Earth. Like a habitat. Yeah. It is. I think I think the whole goal was to try to figure out what it would be like if we had to recreate what Earth because you think there's so many things that you don't think of that the ecosystem how you know yeah. one thing strives off of another thing right that is crazy I mean they would need to create water somewhere yeah. It artificially rains in there too, I believe. Oh, if I remember correctly. I don't know where they get their water supply from. I don't think they they do. I think it's that they have to supply themselves. Yeah. It's not like replenishing. Yeah, that's crazy there. Arizona. Mm. And now getting to Arizona, we're going to get to real estate. And the home price increase, the rapid home price increase of 2020. That's and that's crazy. In the top three cities, it's Phoenix, Arizona at 13.8% this year. The number two is Seattle at 12.7 increase, 7% increase, and San Diego, 12.3% increase. I mean, I, I've known, I mean, when you listen to big pockets, bigger pockets, a lot of the people that come on there talk about Phoenix as a market. Yeah. And how well it is, but I didn't know it was going to be, I didn't know it was 13.8% in a no, year. No, I never, I mean, I hear people talk about it, but I never really knew it was, it blew up that big. Um, yeah. Cause usually it's like tech, like Houston, Austin, and like Florida. I wonder what some of the other uh, states did that didn't make top three. You know, like number four yeah. or five. Six. But then, uh, yeah. But then the top 20 cities posted a 9.1% year yearly increase. In November. Yeah. And then also the national increase was 9.5%. Which is crazy because typically isn't the national average, uh, is it three and a half to 5%, something like that? Yeah, it's, it's a lot lower than like 9%. 
Yeah, that's almost double. I I definitely noticed that as um when you're looking one, for homes. Yeah, so the one uh, property I have in Tennessee, um, if you actually go and calculate in in the specific neighborhood that uh, my rental is in, if you go and calculate the the price increase from twenty eleven, I believe it is to now, it was a I, th- I think it's a 12% year on year increase um, in that specific area, at least, you know, that neighborhood, all the houses. And these are houses that had sold right after I bought um, mine. And there are the builder who bought my, or built the house I bought has several other houses in construction in that neighborhood. And they're steadily going up. Like it's, it's very similar build to what I purchased. Yeah. Similar things inside. He has to change the what he's using to build them um, because lumber prices has gone up. So he's got to cut costs in other areas. And, uh, for say, like brick is very expensive. So he, on a few of his houses, he used um, what is it called? It's like the uh, it's like just a like the stone. Yeah, just like the you know where you just like glue it onto the wall or the. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. a facade almost type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know the exact word for it, but you know, just little things here and there, changing it up, and the houses are still selling for more. That is crazy. And the house that um, basically me, uh, my father, and my grandparents went together on a, a new house, which just closed uh, this week, actually. Um, nice. Where is and, it? Uh, it's Tennessee Pigeon Forge. It's right in the middle of Pigeon Forge. Is it near um, uh, like Nashville? That's the only place I know in Tennessee. Uh, so Nashville's a couple hours away, I think. Oh. Uh, I think it's like three to four hours away, something like that. Uh, don't yeah. quote me on it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you ever heard of Dollywood, but it's, you know, Dolly Parton's big attraction and you know it's almost like a king's dominion but dolly parton themed and that kind of blew up the area oh ooh, nice a, and that i mean that's been around for a while but that's what makes pigeon forge a huge tourist area so you get a lot of people yeah. coming in there um it's very hard to find housing there's more housing than there is you know like demand uh, or there's more there's more jobs than there is housing my bad too much yeah. demand um not enough housing but all the houses in that area um, are, have just been skyrocketing. The one we just closed on is uh, about 300 square feet less, uh, and it has the you know cheaper facade, you know stone on it. And it it was about I think it was eight thousand dollars less than you know, and it's 200 square feet. So it's a it's a pretty uh, yeah 300 square feet. It's not a drop in yeah. It's not a huge drop in, in size, but I mean, it's a, it's a considerable drop, but it, it, the price, you know, from when we bought the first one to this one, which was what, um, September was the first one. So yeah. this one is four, four months out. And, and you just see just within those short four months, the housing prices have already skyrocketed. Uh, that house probably yeah. should have gone for $10,000 less um if that you know yeah what was a what was some of your interest rate on it 
I believe we got three point. It was three point nine, three point nine nine. Yeah, because I mean, interest yeah. rates have been at like pretty much like an all time low. I think it was a yeah. decade low. Like I saw yep. it from like two point five to three percent. Now the the first house uh, that we closed on in September, uh, that one we got three point three seven five. Nice. That one's a really, really low, low interest rate, which helps a ton when it comes to, you know, income to uh, mm-hmm. expense, you know, putting a renter in there and the profit size, cash flow. Um, Are you doing 30 years? Yeah. yeah. I, I personally don't see any use in doing a 15 year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, be, just because if you, if someone else is paying the mortgage, uh, I think it's better to leverage the money. Yeah. Have more to go towards another mm-hmm. house, another property. Yeah. But obviously, each has its own plus and minuses. But this is, I would just rather leverage money and yeah, get another one. You know. Hmm. I mean, also like just the increase of homes and like the just like all the movement around yep. the nation during COVID has been very high this year. I feel like just like, well, personally, I think um, with the low interest rates, I know a few people right now who just moved or are in the process of moving to a new home because interest rates are lower they can afford something bigger bigger yeah. uh, nicer you know they can they can sell their house as it is now it's worth more because you know prices has gone up so i think a lot of people just that, that helps you know with the buyers um pushes more buyers into the market so it you know kind of makes you know increases the demand makes the uh the sellers kind of get a little bit more money and supply and demand. Yeah. That's just, I know like everybody's moving to Texas from California and all these mm-hmm. like just high percent, ta- highly taxed states all to like the 0% states, 0% income tax states. Yep. Just like, and I know like those markets are going to blow up soon. Yeah. That's what uh, the house I have um, when I found a renter for it back in, was it November by the time I actually started searching for a renter. Um, I had three families call me moving from California to Tennessee because Tennessee is a you know 0% state income tax state. So, you know, they have, two of them had businesses, I believe, um, but they were, all three of them were interested in moving to Tennessee, looking for a place to rent. Uh, it's just, I, I'm pretty sure it's the state income tax has just gotten so out of control. I've heard it from you know multiple different people and places, yeah. and a lot of people talking about it. Um, I know some popular YouTubers just moved out of California and are planning to move out of California, and a lot of the businesses and yeah, you know, just I mean, like causing Oracle. everybody. Oracle Tesla. Yep. yep. And then also from New York, you got Blackstone's moving, which is just mm-hmm. a humongous behemoth and is uh, 
the Starwood Capital, another real estate fund is moving down there. Everybody's just moving, getting out of like just the highly taxed income states. Yep. Just it's not it's not worth it when you can move somewhere yeah. else and and uh, get something a lot bigger, a lot nicer for the same price. Now, some people I know can't move because you know their business is in California or their you know they can't really take that whatever it is that they're doing elsewhere. Um, so you kind of have to just deal with it. But I know a lot of people if they can move, they're going to because it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's a smart thing. And just, just do it. All right, and our next thing now is this week is February 1st, and last week a short squeeze happened between the hedge funds and a thing called Wall Street Bets, a Reddit called Wall Street Bets. And because... Um, the hedge funds were shorting GameStop by 140% of its shares. Like, literally, they were, that is just so much. Like, one and a half of the company was being shorted. Yeah. It was just. I mean, anytime you see that, really, um, you can kind of, you, you know, something's up. Everyone's yeah. betting on it going down. So yeah. I think everybody really just saw this as an opportunity to kind of go against uh, Wall Street and prevent the uh, manipulation that they were trying to yeah. trying to do. And end up manipulating it themselves, really. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, in it was, a way. Yeah, because, I mean, the hedge funds do it. So yeah, then they tried to do it. And then uh, Wall Street Bets created a... I think it almost even reached a gamma squeeze. I don't know if it did or not. Just like even now, worse. What, what are your thoughts on it? Are you are you for it? Are you against it? I don't are know. You, uh... It's. I feel like it's um. People are like taking it a little bit, not serious. It's serious and like what Robinhood doing with like stopping and all the pretty much all the brokerages. Stopping yeah. people from buying you the like GameStop and AMC stock, mm-hmm. just that's like that's not right to do. Yeah, I think that's and, pretty like, crooked. And eventually, like when when I think it was Robinhood started selling selling people's shares without like permission, mm-hmm. and that was when I said saw that I'm like, oh my god, Robinhood, like yeah, that they- is, that's like super illegal. They have a big uh, lawsuit against them. Yeah. Everybody's trying to, you know, which is good. They they need that because that's that right there is manipulation. You know, yeah. I mean, oh, these guys are going to lose money, so yeah. we're going to close the. I mean, thirty class actions against Robinhood. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, I was watching a live stream, and the dude pulled up the class action. It was like two hours after they like stopped buying, like stopped people from buying the shares like two hours was that quick dude a whole document filled out of a class yeah, action and lawsuit. i'm i'm sure they're gonna find a way to defend it um yeah there's no way they didn't they didn't think about it 
my my assumption is it was probably cheaper for them to just take the lawsuit. Um, yeah. Than it would have been for them to close the markets and allow some of these people to get out and sell their shares or whatever it was that they did. Yeah. Uh, either way, I think it was very corrupt. Because Vlad is supposed to, he's supposed to appear in front of like some judge or Congress in, in like February, February 18th, I think. Mm-hmm. So, and that'll be the first one. And then uh, two nights ago when Elon interviewed uh, the CEO, Vlad Tenov, that was pretty mm-hmm. funny. He, See, I, I didn't get to watch the full thing. I haven't watched it. Oh, but yeah. I mean, it's two hours long. Yeah, we have uh, clips posted everywhere, and I, I saw a couple clips of him just kind of going off on him. And, yeah. you know, I, some, I mean, he, he shouldn't have done what he did. It's just yeah. I think it's hilarious that Elon's, you know, Oh yeah, he Actually. he's for the people pretty much. Yeah, which One is the, good. That's he's good. literally the biggest behemoth out there for the people. Yeah. And I just I, mean, thought, I think he's rated number one. I think the wealthiest uh, person right now, right? Uh, I don't know because him and Bezos are at like one eighty, like one eighty two, I think, or one eighty. He went to one eighty five. Yeah. Go back and forth. Yeah, just back and forth. Elon, uh, Jeff Bezos is up to 194 now, and Elon's back at 181. Yeah. But I mean, his stock has literally just gone up consistently yeah. this whole entire year. So I'm sure he'll be able to beat him eventually. Yeah, I, I personally think that um, long term Tesla is a good hold. Uh, just because there's so much, yeah, so much yeah. Uh, stuff that they're doing that, they, I mean, they are the leading. The I leading mean, all of his vehicle market. Yeah, all of his like, all of his businesses are like long term. So mm-hmm. I'm sure eventually he's going to be like SpaceX. That's going to even get bigger. And then Neuralink, I saw today that he put a chip inside of a monkey's brain and the monkey can play video games <laughs> inside of his mind. Seriously? Yeah. How is that possible? <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, man. Uh, <laughs> some of the stuff's getting scary. You just, you, you close your eyes and then you got, is that how that works? You close your eyes and then you can, you can, is it like seeing the TV screen? Like, yeah, kind of like a, what do you call it? Virtual reality. And uh, like Iron Man, just like where yeah. everything is, you just throw everything around with your hands. That's crazy. Put a chip in his brain and he can play Howard. Mm. See, I don't, I don't understand how um, it's so much further ahead than people think we are. Oh yeah, we like, just the government is so far ahead in yeah. technology. Like they just don't want you to know. I'm sure we, I'm sure we're way further ahead than than that. I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if they already have something like that. That's perfectly yeah. fine for humans, but 
That's crazy. It is very crazy. It's just, I don't know, sometimes the future technology scares me. Yeah, I don't know what what's going to happen in the future. I don't I know it slowly but, starts out with with uh, one bit of technology and then progresses to the next and to the next and to the next. So I don't know if we'll see a full on jump to something like like chips being put in your brain to do stuff. I feel like first we'll have some sort of augmented reality type type stuff and slowly progress into yeah. Like VR glasses, but like you can just wear them twenty four seven, and then get into your brain eventually. It's crazy stuff. Uh, yeah. Especially you know, like just someone hacks into it. Like just our nuclear bombs are still on floppy disks for a reason. Yeah, because it's safer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I like technology. I like crazy. technology, but I don't know, just something when it's that powerful. And, like, it yeah. can just be hacked. I don't care if it's the strongest thing in the world to hack. It can still be hacked. That's one of the things that I, I could find or I could see becoming a, a big issue, especially with electric vehicles. Um, I already know there's a way to jump signals off the keys. Um, I've seen that. I mean, not like you can't break into a regular car. You can break into a regular car. Yeah. Gas powered car. But I can see it becoming easier to jump into an electric vehicle and hijack it than I. Yeah. Kind of like in that Fast and Furious movie. I forgot. I think it was like eight. Did you see that one? Yeah. Yeah. Literally just hacked all of the computer signals in there and the cars and just completely shut off. Yeah. And drove them. Yeah, I'm sure that was a little bit over what you can really do because it was the movie. But oh yeah, you course. can still. Yeah. It's still like you can hack into the computer. They're all the all electronic mostly. Like if if you don't have your uh, ECU or ECM, whatever they call them, I think they use them interchangeably. But if those aren't running, then uh, your car ain't gonna work. Yeah. It's crazy. Man, Citadel point seven two bailout. No, yeah. I mean, losing 50%. Lost 50%. Yeah. Let me see one. Melvin Capital uh, Asset AUM. I mean, they run 20, like, Around twenty billion, <laughs> they lost ten billion dollars in a week. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! You've seen uh, Dogecoin? Oh yeah, even Dogecoin—that one is going up like crazy. Well, everyone went from oh yeah, hyping up AMC, GME, and Robinhood came in, shut down the exchange exchanges. I think it started out on Reddit. Um, you know, all in on Dogecoin because they can't can't stop it there. Yeah, and then now it's commodities. You see yeah. that? No, I I've heard yes. of it, but I haven't really silver, seen it too much. I think silver and gold are going to be well, going. I think they're going to start be going buying gold. 
I, I actually I haven't heard a lot about silver, um, but I've heard mixed feedback from it. I hear a lot of people pushing it, saying silver is going to be the next big thing. So the main guy who's pushing it was the one who pushed silver years ago when it hit like forty or fifty bucks. Yeah. Um, and he said it was going up because you needed it needed his certain price for J.P. Morgan to close out all their short sales. I don't know. There's this big thing going on, and there's a lot of speculation. I guess people on on uh, Wall Street bets are saying not to buy silver because they want everyone to sell their GameStop oh, yeah. stocks and buy silver because several of the hedge, like huge hedge hedge funds, have uh, lots of shares of silver. I don't know how true that is. Um, that's that's what I've heard. Yeah, I don't. I personally wouldn't go and just. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe so. I do have some silver. I have physical silver. I don't have any of the. Uh, oh, me too. I got, I got some like eighteen eighty three fifty cent coin. Really? I need to check the a, price on it or the yeah, I'm about to weight of it. APMEX, I think, is a good site to check the silver price for physical silver. I have, um, I have forty ounces. ounces. Forty ounces. I have forty ounces of. Uh, one ounce silver coins the american eagles um and those are i think they're called the american eagles yeah. i don't know what years it, what year they are but one i do know is worth a little bit more because it's a it's a stack of 20 in a sealed untouched like this special case um yeah so i'm not i, I have mean, a i think because what i have is i think it's 1883 like silver silver dollar uncirculated mm -hmm. that i got from the pawn shop rick rick's pawn shop in las vegas okay because the last time i checked it was still i bought it for a hundred mm -hmm. five years ago it's still a hundred dollars still a hundred bucks yeah so i know they keep saying that everyone's gonna uh that you know more paper silver than there is silver and they use it to suppress the price yeah, now, there's a lot of that going on right now, and oh, you need to buy more silver so they can fix this, and everyone needs to start requesting physical coins for their paper silver, which I I personally don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's silver's twenty six ninety eight. Now that that's definitely up from. Well, actually, it's not up too much, and. The end of the year it was about twenty six twenty seven dollars the beginning of this year. Yeah. I mean so it looks like it's pretty current, like standard. Yeah. Just now I'm not I'm not sure what's gonna happen with that. I would love for it to go up, but I know. I I, I do kind of feel like it is one of those manipulation things where they're just trying to get everyone's on this wave of buying into one thing and kind of blindly following what some people are saying. Yeah. Um, cause I, I know several people who went and bought GameStop and they lost having, it. well, no, they just had no clue what they were doing. They just heard oh. everybody's buying GameStop. So, oh yeah, man, I'm just going to no knowledge of stocks whatsoever. <laughs> um, just heard that it was going to screw the big guys over and let's go buy it. And that's what they're trying to do with silver right now. At least that's what I've heard. Yeah. I mean, I understand the market manipulation part, but yeah, I only would hurt the bad guys if they did something wrong yeah i saw, yeah, I saw what's his name dave pet pertnoy he bashed warren buffett and i'm like 
It's Warren Buffett, dude. It's like he hasn't done anything wrong. He's I mean, like the, the king of stocks. Yeah, he's the king of stocks. But I mean other like the Melvin Capital people and all the people yeah. that were shorting it, like that's pretty wrong. I just I don't see how you can my thing is like if you're gonna sit there and manipulate stocks all day long, but then then cry about it when you know a group of a big group of people decide to go in and buy a stock and then you lose money, but you can go and you know manipulate and make everyone else lose money. That's where I have the issue. Yeah, that's um, where it's like, what do you know? Like I I know there's manipulation. Like I, I personally don't care too too much about the, the whole manipulation. Yeah. Because that's just how it goes. It's always been like that. You can't really yeah, you're not you going to stop really, Yeah, you can't stop it. It's but always going to be if, Yeah, if someone else does it, don't cry wolf when, you know, you're sitting there doing it all day long. Uh, I saw one of the – I saw a clip of one of the uh, big brokers – or uh, one of the guys – not broker. Uh, I think he ran a hedge fund and was a hedge fund manager. And he oh, no, was on he started TV. crying? I I can't remember if he started crying, but I know he got very very angry. I think he did start crying, but was he got it? very angry. Yeah, I think I saw that. He, he was a big dude with glasses. Gonna, I think so. He was saying everyone yeah. was gonna. I can't remember, but he was saying everyone was gonna pay for it, and he was gonna make them lose so much money that they were going to hate themselves and want to kill themselves. Oh my! So God. I was like, I was like, that's a little, <laughs> that's a little crazy, man. Yeah. Hey, if you're if you're gonna be able to do it, so does the other part. The other yeah. side got to be able to do it. If you lose money, you lose it. It's not like two, you know, two children where one one kid hits the other one, and then, oh, it's okay for me to hit you, but you're not allowed to hit me back. Yeah. So that's like, that's the issue I've got with it. Like, if you don't inv- don't invest your money, if you can't lose it all. Yeah. Exactly. And that's part of the private placement memorandum so that's when you know it's serious well i i, I highly doubt that uh robin hood's gonna actually get i don't know they might lose money they might actually lose might money. turn into a family office yeah <laughs> sec uh, that'll be interesting i'm interested to see what happens with that yeah i'm sure they're just gonna pay a big old fee yeah it's not i mean they can afford it there yeah pretty big especially with the they just raised 3.4 billion dollars from their investors their private investors so sure they'll be fine even more money to go right at that lawsuit (laughs) yeah all right that is the end of the unknown life podcast it was nice talking today and have a good day Catch you guys next time.